Welcome to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. On each and every episode, Brian talks with coaches, athletes, and performers in all arenas who are putting into practice the principles of peak performance that will help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be to help you become a master of the mental game and to help you start dominating the day. Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane, your peak performance and mental conditioning coach for hockey here. And I just want to sit with you for about 15 to 20 minutes and share with you my motivation and the idea for writing the book, The Mental Game of Ice Hockey, playing one shift at a time. See, I've been a sports psychology coach or mental conditioning coach now for over the last 10 years, and I played college baseball at the University of Vermont. While at the University of Vermont, the beloved Catamount hockey team was what we look forward to going to watch every weekend. And then as I graduated from Vermont and went out to Cal State Fullerton and did my master's degree in sports psychology and was a college baseball coach there, I really learned about playing the game one pitch at a time in a baseball side of things. And then when I moved back to Vermont and I got a chance to develop a relationship with their head coach, Kevin Snedden, and was still a big fan of the Catamount Hockey Program and got the opportunity to work with the team, we were really able to create and craft a system of how to play the game one shift at a time. And that system, you know, is something that Coach Snedden embodied and, and used with the Catamounts and it worked with, with their program. And uh, I've had a chance to since work with a team for the last 10 years down in Baltimore, uh, I used to be Team Maryland and now the, now the Baltimore Skipjacks, uh, Skipjacks Hockey with Jason Kirstner. So I had a chance to work with Jason for, for really, really closely for 10 years and become really good friends. And he actually helped to co-author the book, The Mental Game of Ice Hockey, where I really come at it from a mental game and sports psychology standpoint. And having implemented it on the ice for 10 years, I really wanted to get a hockey coach to help co-author the book where he could talk about his experiences and how that kind of translates into actually coaching the mental game. Because, again, I never played the game of ice hockey. I've never coached the game of ice hockey, but I've worked as a mental conditioning coach in ice hockey for over 10 years. But I really wanted to be able to bridge that gap between the two. I was also a high school athletic director in Vermont for eight years and had a lot of really good ice hockey coaches that I worked with and had really a huge fan of the game. Actually, my wife was a college ice hockey player. So a huge fan of the game. Really, really, really think that there's a competitive advantage to be taken with the mental game of ice hockey and in this little audio here I want to share with you exactly what that competitive advantage is for you because I know something about you if you're listening to this right now you're looking for an advantage not just on the ice but in recruiting and in life and how to give yourself the best chance for success so before we dive into the book I want to also let you know that there's going to be four audios you want to listen to I interviewed Lindsay Fry. Lindsay was a member of the 2014 Team USA women's ice hockey team that won the silver medal. She played at Harvard University, and she's now a ice hockey consultant going around the country and doing clinics and camps and coach education, motivational speaking. She's just a phenomenal, phenomenal human being and really, really good player, really, really smart. And you're going to hear her talk about how the challenges that even she had going into Harvard and playing Division I college athletics that I think apply not just to hockey, but to any athlete. And she's going to talk about how she overcame some of those challenges and ultimately had success at Harvard and then success on the national and international scene with Team USA, ultimately resulting in an Olympic silver medal. There's also an interview with Mike Spillane. Mike Spillane was 
uh, on the hockey team that I first started working with back at the University of Vermont. He was a goalie there, uh, really understands the, the psychological side of playing maybe the most mental position in all of sports, being a hockey goalie. So Mike's going to talk about his routines and how he played the game, not necessarily shift to shift as a goalie, but more whistle to whistle. Uh, so you're going to hear him talk specifically about his experiences in doing that. We also interviewed Jason Kirstner, the co-author of The Mental Game of Ice Hockey, and really, really breaks down how he implements this with his uh, elite AAA 16, 18-year-old undergroups, but also how he looked at the mental game from a scouting side when he was working in scouting. And then our, our other interview is with Seth Appert. Seth is currently the head men's ice hockey coach at RPI University in Troy, New York. Seth was an assistant coach at the University of Denver for nine years where they won two NCAA national championships. He also played goalie at Ferris State. So you're going to hear with Seth, not only from a goaltender's perspective as an athlete and what he wishes he knew back then, but how he used the mental game as an assistant coach at Denver to win national championships and where he saw that and the difference between those teams that won and those teams that didn't win the national championship. And he'll say that it wasn't talent because the best team never wins in hockey or in any sport. It's the team that plays the best. So the mental game helps you to play your best. And he talks about how at RPI, they use the mental game to help players be more consistent with having routines, with using mental imagery to develop confidence through preparation. And as we know, if you've been listening to any podcast and with us for a while now, that your separation is in preparation. And Coach Appert talks a lot about the 168 hours, 168 hours a week that you get as a college athlete or college coach and how to map out those 168 hours. Well, that's not just for college coaches and athletes. That's for anyone in life. Look, you got 168 hours a week. And either you map those out and you take advantage of your time or your time takes advantage of you. So we really want to lock down that preparation aspect the mental game to help us have more confidence on the ice because confidence in hockey as it is in any sport is huge and you're also going to hear him talk about what he calls the engineer way the engineer way being the set of core values and championship culture that guide his program of passion family competitiveness and gratitude and how he reinforces those on a daily and weekly basis and, you know and that kind of leads us into the mental game of ice hockey and the mental game of ice hockey is a, is a 10 chapter book that has an introduction and a conclusion. So it's really, you could say, 12 chapters. Um, and in the introduction, we kind of go through and talk about what makes the best of the best and the power of the mind. And well, how do you apply all of those to the mental game of ice hockey? Uh, it talks about you know the 90-10% shift, that training for hockey is often 90% physical and 10% mental. Yet once that puck drops on game night, it's about 90% mental, 10% physical, because all of the work is already done. Uh, the book is designed for you as the college or high, high school or professional hockey player uh, to go through and do one chapter a day for 10 days. We talk about reaching the summit of your mountain of excellence, right? Setting that goal at the top of the mountain that you want to get to, and you don't just go for a walk and end up there. You end up there with a plan. So we specifically outline in the book for you a plan that you follow, whether it's on your own or with your team or with an accountability partner and a coach, just going through one chapter a day or one chapter a week, depending on how much time you have and how in hockey and in life, consistency wins. Inside the book, there's areas for you to answer questions. Like in chapter one, we'll go through and talk exactly about how to set those 
principles that guide your core values or your championship culture. We know that there's five steps to creating that championship culture. Number one is to identify. Number two is to define. Number three is to describe what it looks like in the key areas for you as a hockey player, what you're on ice, in training, in school, at the nutrition table, in your recovery, and and outside the rink in your personal life. Once we describe what those look like, we then go into how do we assess how we're living our championship culture? And then once we do that assessment, how do we create that growth plan? And the nice part about the book is we give you different examples. And we know the one thing, we know that success leaves clues. You don't have to start from scratch. You don't have to try to figure all this out on your own. We've researched what other people do and show examples like this one player that uh, wrote with a dry erase marker on his mirror what his goals were and share with you different strategies like that because we cover, and again, in the book that there are three steps to performance improvement, three steps to growth. Here they are. Step one is you increase your awareness. And that's what hopefully listening to these audios or reading these transcriptions or the book is going to help you to do is increase your awareness of what the mental game of ice hockey is. The second step to growth is that you have the strategy, and we give you the strategies to implement. This is really a strategic written book that you interact with. You don't read it. You use it. Big difference. And then step three is you have to put it into action. And is the process simple? Sure. It's simple, but it won't be easy. It's going to be work, right? The mental game of hockey, it's just like going to the, to the weight room. You don't go to the weight room and walk through the weight room and get stronger. You don't buy a book and it sits on your shelf and you get more mentally tough. You have to actually go through the program and the process. We're going to talk about in chapter two, a present moment focus. How do you compete one shift at a time? Now, if you're listening to this, here's what I want you to do. I want you to sit up straight in your chair. I want you to lock in. I want you to listen with more intensity, with more focus right now for the next 30 seconds than you have all day. Here we go. Lock it in 30 seconds. Ready, set, and go. Right now, you're focusing more than you were just five seconds ago. For a short period of time, you can do absolutely anything you want with your levels of attention, energy, and focus. This is the type of focus we have to bring one shift at a time. This is the type of focus we have to bring when we hop over those boards, our skates hit the ice, and we're ready to roll. One shift at a time. One breath at a time. We talk about the importance of breathing as part of that process to get you locked into the present moment. So please take one more full deep breath in right now, full deep breath through your nose. And as you exhale, go ahead and space out. That's 30 seconds. So we're talking about techniques to train a present moment focus, whether it's breathing that you heard, you know, apps talk about in his interview or visualization or the daily mental practice that Jason Kirshner talks about or concentration grids, which we give you concentration grids in the book that you can use to train that focus. Chapter three is going to go into process over outcome and what that means. Everyone talks about the process, but what does that actually mean? And we'll talk about how the process is largely creating a path to get you where you want to go and focusing on the next 200 feet, like driving a car. Let's say you want to drive a car from South Lake, Texas, where I am right now, to Burlington, Vermont, to go work with the catamounts. If you're going to drive all the way up there and you leave at midnight, it's going to be completely dark. Can you see all the way to Burlington, Vermont? Well, the obvious answer is no. But you don't have to. All you have to do is drive the next 200 feet. And if you keep driving the next 200 feet and drive the next 200 feet, eventually you'll get to where you want 
to be. It's the same way in life. It's the same way in hockey. So listening to this audio, hopefully what you're catching is that this book is not just an on-ice mental game of ice hockey book that's going to help you play your best when it means the most. It's really a pathway for life success. And a key part of that process and a pathway for life success is simply controlling what you can control, letting go of what you can't, and focusing in on what you can. And in this book, we really detail out the things that you can and you can't control. You also heard Coach Appert talk about the three keys to success, the ABCs going into any hockey game. And we help you identify what your three keys are as part of your process to help you to play your best. Chapter four, we talk about being positive, having a positive mentality and what it means to focus on what you want versus what you want to avoid. You could say that being positive is simply turning your have-tos into want-tos. There are no have-tos in ice hockey. I don't have to practice. I want to practice. I don't have to lift. I want to lift. I don't have to do mental conditioning. I want to do mental conditioning if I'm going to give myself the best chance for success and be an elite level hockey player. We go through and identify more ways to be positive. Positive. As you heard Apps talk about, one of his core values is gratitude for RPI hockey in the engineer way. And how Jason Kirstner talks about keeping an attitude of gratitude journal that he has his players simply write down one thing on a daily basis that they're grateful for. One thing that's been positive for them and research shows that people that simply write down once a week five things they're grateful for after 10 weeks or 25% more positive based off of those scientific measures that they use than the groups that don't. Well, guess what? We're not going to do it one day a week. No, no, no. We're more of a machine of consistency than that and a machine of routine. We're going to try to do that on a daily basis. I should say, we're not going to try. We're going to do. Because remember, as Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try. There's no trying. There's only doing. And what this book is going to help you do is perform your best when it means the most. Like with chapter five, where we're talking about preparation and how separation is in preparation and how you're going to prepare pre-game, how you're going to prepare for the next day post-game, how you're going to use mental imagery as a way to visualize yourself playing your best because the brain cannot tell the difference between what you visualize and what you physically experience. They're processed the same way. So it's that ability to see it first in your mind and then in reality. We're going to talk about chapter chapter 6 is mental imagery and how to visualize the success that you want to have. Chapter 7 is your ability to recognize, release, and refocus, right? And, and playing that one shift at a time through the process of going over the boards and back onto the bench, recognizing your signal lights. If you're in red lights and the game is speeding up on you and you're not playing exactly how you want to play, you have a process you go through to help flush that. And that flushing process, as you're going to hear Lindsay and Jason and Mike Spillane and Apps talk about, is a three-step process. Three steps to flush. First thing you do is something physical. And Jason gives you examples of throwing snow or squirt off your stick or squirting water on your face or taking your mouthpiece out or whatever it is. You do something physical. Number two, you take a deep breath. And number three, you have a verbal trigger that you use to help you get back into the present moment. So the three steps to a red light release. Physical, cleansing deep breath, and a verbal to help you get back in control of yourself. 
We're going to talk about how to enhance relaxation and recovery, right? Ronda Rousey in her book, Your Fight, My Fight, maybe the best athlete in the world right now, not a hockey player, but a fighter. Ronda Rousey talks about there's times in a fight or in a hockey game where you explode and then you recover. And they're like waves. The top of that wave is the explosion. The bottom of that wave is the recovery period. And what we have to be really, really good at as hockey players is identifying when's my time to explode and when's my time to recover. Because I think in any sport, especially in hockey, it's not the hard work that makes it a challenge. People like doing hard work. It's trying to recover, to get back to a high level of performance. It's going all out for a shift, coming back to the bench, and how quickly can you bring that heart rate down? How quickly can you get back and control yourself and lock it in to the next shift? And then we talk about strategies for inspiration and motivation. We know that inspiration and motivation is like bathing. You've got to do it on a consistent basis, otherwise you start to stink. So in chapter 10, we share different examples about goal cards and vision boards and ways to listen to podcasts and other things specific for hockey. They're going to help you, again, sharpen that axe and give yourself the best chance for success. And then in the conclusion, we tie it all together. Talking about how in in one hockey coach's office, uh, he had three doors. And on those doors, he wrote one one door said win, the other door said lose, the other door said excellence. And he talked about that you can focus on any of those three doors, winning and losing or excellence. And that to stay in the path of excellence really means giving yourself the best chance for success, not only in ice, but in life as well. And that's really the key motivator and driver behind the book, The Mental Game of Ice Hockey, playing one shift at a time is to help you play your best when it means the most and help you live a life of excellence so that you can get the absolute most out of your career and out of your life. Thanks for listening to this audio. As with any of our training tools at briancane.com, if you pick up the mental game of ice hockey and you're not 100% satisfied, we will refund your investment. No questions asked. This book was written for you. If you're in pursuit of excellence and you want to be your best, join the community of One Shift Warriors. They're dominating the day by working on their mental game. Looking forward to working with you. Today's podcast is sponsored by Potential Apparel. Potential Apparel is on a mission to inspire athletes to reach their true potential. If you're serious about reaching yours, then you have to go check them out. They make awesome clothing for dedicated and committed athletes. I'm a huge supporter of what they're doing, and that's why I wear their clothing with pride. Make a statement and join the movement today at PotentialApparel.com. Be sure you use promo code Brian Kane with a space between Brian and Kane for 15% off on your first order. Dominate the day with Potential Apparel. Thanks for listening to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. Please make sure that you visit briancane.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-C-A-I-N.com. And sign up for my Monday message, where every Monday I deliver straight to your inbox videos, interviews, articles, tips, techniques, and strategies that you can use to master the mental game. You can also contact me my website on our contact us page and see my calendar of where I'm going to be in the country and when I'm coming to your area so that we can get together and that we can continue to go out there and dominate the day. This is a production of Corn Belt Sports.
Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast is part of the Top Coach Network.